2: What is up Buff Nation? Welcome into to DMVR Buffs Prime Time. We are presented by Legal Pete's. Boom! Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every single day. Jake's here and Andre's here today. Let's Welcome go. back, man.
1: Let's go. Yeah. Pleasure to be
2: here. Uh, always a fun time, man. Yeah. RK a little under the weather. Uh, so actually not twerking today. So maybe yep. give our guy a little bit of a break today. Yep
1: thinking about our guy taking care of himself that's what matters just texted those to you thank you yes appreciate you yes jake in a rare mood before getting on too so no no this is gonna be a special pod i have no doubt about it they're always special in in buff nation when coach prime is on board huh? they
2: are and today's particularly special because we is got right and chandler let's go yeah joining the show very very shortly um we're gonna have some more players coming on pretty soon too so the people asked we listened turns out we too ain't hard to find <laughs> exactly yes. we ain't hard to find um lots of stuff going on today in terms of recruiting and transfer portal uh, maybe some Aaron Butler buzz I know you guys in the comments Ooh. are probably going a little crazy about that right now Calabasas stand up yes sir two-way player um, we'll talk about Miles Rouser again a bunch of offers yes. in the portal and to recruits but let's bring in Taylor Chandler um, we talked to him about 10 minutes I talked to him about 10 minutes we got a lot from him. Uh, learned about transfer portal, why he came here, where he's going to mm-hmm. be playing at uh-huh. Colorado, and uh, more importantly, who could be the next buff to commit to Colorado in the 2024 class. Here he is, Talon Chandler, 2024 offensive line commit. Talon, how's it going, man? And welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. It's uh, it's going good, and you know I'm excited to be a buff. So.
2: Excellent, man. Well, congrats on the commitment. First off, uh, you visited for junior day. So to go back a few months, what was that visit like for you and why did you decide to commit to Colorado?
0: Um, You know, that was a really good visit. That was kind of the first time that I met all of the coaches. You know, I'd talked to Coach OB on the phone a little bit. Um, You know, first time I got to see everything, first time I'd ever been out to Colorado. So it was just kind of good to kind of get a feeling of how everything was. And it was just really great visit. The coaches showed a lot of love. And just, you were able to see how the culture was changing and everything. And that's kind of something I was like, okay, I want to be a part of this.
2: What was it like meeting Coach Prime? And what about him or the university even stood out to you on that visit?
0: Um, The one thing that stood out to me about Coach Prime was he's just a very genuine person. Um, He was just super open with us, you know, and just, he has the persona online, you know, the, the Prime persona, but when you meet him in person, he's just a humble guy, you know, just very good guy. And just the campus was beautiful. Everything was well taken care of. So it all just, you know, stood out to me like, okay, this is a this is a place where people care.
2: Let's go to the spring game now. Just from your perspective as a recruit kind of visiting that, what was that atmosphere like as an incoming player? And what was the vibe like amongst all the other recruits?
0: Um, a lot of the recruits that, that were there. So I talked to a few of them, you know, and a few of them were already committed to other schools that were on visits like Sterling Dixon and stuff. And they all told me the same thing that it's just unbelievable. The atmosphere is great. The coaches are showing unbelievable love. The coaches are great people. Um, I mean, the snow, you think it would deter people from coming to the game, but 47,000 showed up strong. It was just a great atmosphere for a, for a spring game. It felt like a Saturday night in the fall, you know, just really great atmosphere. All of the recruits were having a great time. It was just good, good overall atmosphere in general.
2: Did anyone even mention the weather or were guys kind of passed that once they were there in Boulder?
0: Uh, you know, it. I mean, a few people said, oh, man, I've never, like, snow, but other than that, people were just kind of like, whatever. It really wasn't that cold, honestly. Yeah,
2: Yeah, for sure. It was actually a pretty nice day overall. Uh, We've seen a lot of traffic in and out just on this offensive line through the portal and stuff. So when you spoke to Coach OB, what is it that he told you that he looks for in an offensive lineman to join the Buffs?
0: Uh, he wants someone who finishes every play. So he wants someone, you know, If you, even if you get a pancake, you get up and you're chasing people downfield, you're chasing the ball downfield, especially with how fast of an offense they're going to have. Um, you know, and he said he really wants people – he wants smart offensive linemen. Um, like I said, dis- discipline because that's a big thing on the offensive line, you know, not jumping on offsides and stuff. Um, finish was one of the big things. And then um, finish, you know, just kind of – just overall just like – playing hard like and loving the game. He said he wants people who love the game.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, what are your impressions of Sean Lewis' offense? Have you been able to watch any film on that? And uh, what position do you think you're sliding into on his offensive
0: line? Uh, so they've been telling me that I'm going to be playing center for them when I get there. And I really like the offense, with how they pull the offensive linemen and how they're pretty pretty—they're pretty even about passing and running, you know. And I like the way that they change it up, you know. That even if they run the ball a bunch, they'll mm-hmm. still even throw in passes. And I like how many screens they run and stuff. They use their offensive linemen a lot. Of, it's, a, it's a fun offense for offensive linemen to play in.
2: It's, a, it's an offense that's, I mean, it's kind of like Baylor Spready, but it does have that power element to it. Um, do you get that sense that this is like a power run game, though, when you're uh, kind of watching the film? Yeah.
0: Yeah, they've, they've told us that they really want to be able to establish the run game and be that's what their main thing is, is they want to be able to pound the ball down people's throats and then they're going to have the athletes to throw the ball. So,
2: What's the buzz like in Missouri uh, about Coach Prime in Colorado? I mean, you've got some high-profile players there. Williams-Noanieri's there. Ryan Wingo's there. Those guys have been uh, visiting over the last few months. Just what do players, when you talk to them about Colorado, what kind of comes up and how has the perception changed since Coach Prime's been hired?
0: the coaches are always one thing that comes up just how people how much people love the coaches and how great the coaches are I mean I was talking before Danny O'Neill committed he I was talking to him and he goes it's crazy coach Brew's a legend and he just (laughs) out to you and is just chill with you so it's just the coaches is one thing that always comes up you know and and Will's only about an hour north of me so I I keep in touch with him and stuff and it's just always that they, they love how the coaches are just super honest and super genuine, and they can see how the program's changing, and it's definitely something you want to be a part of.
2: What other coaches and, were – sorry, go ahead.
0: And they know that, like, if you go there, it's going to help your draft stock go up, especially with, like, being there with Coach Prime and stuff. It's it's You're not going just for football. You're going for the future.
2: Right. What other coaches were you able to talk to when you've been able to visit or maybe they've called you other than Coach OB, Coach Lewis, and Coach Prime?
0: Um, Coach Corey. Um, coach Brew. We've talked to Coach Brew a few times. Coach Corey, Coach Brew. Coach Gunner, the assistant line coach. Coach Lewis and me have stayed in contact. I've talked to Coach Prime a few, uh, few times. Um, Really just mostly offensive coaches.
2: What are your impressions of Coach Brew? Because, man, that's that guy is probably my favorite coach. I love that guy. Oh,
0: he's – I love his energy. I mean, he's yep. always a energy, high energy, and he just he loves the game, and that's all he wants in people is for them to love the game and just leave it all out there every, every time.
2: What kind of players do you watch to try and model your game after, whether it's college or NFL?
0: Um, I really like to model my game off after uh, Jason Kelsey since I know that I'm going to be playing center at the next level and just how much he pulls and stuff, and that's something that they've told me that I'm going to be doing. Um, Quentin Nelson's a big one too. Just I love the way he plays and how physical he is um oh yeah those are really the two big ones and then when joe thomas was in the league used to watch him so
2: when it comes to playing center and you know pulling from that position um it's not hard or not easy to do not a lot of guys can do that is that something you take pride in in your game being able to do that at center
0: yeah that's it's i mean it's something that i'm still even working on right now because i've never actually played center in high school i'm played guard and tackle i've played center for one game so I'm still kind of just trying to work on my technique and stuff but it's something that I really try and take pride in as my technique and being able to get out of my stance fast and make sure that the ball's where it needs to be and everything so it's just kind of something that I, I work on a lot because it's something you you want to be able to do when you get to college and be ready to go
2: before we uh started recording you were saying that you finished up golf practice turns out you're a multi-sport athlete so go ahead and tell Buff Nation uh, all the talents that you can do besides playing offensive line
0: uh, so, I've been a four sport varsity athlete in high school. I've done basketball, golf, and track along with football.
2: Excellent, man. You're going to uh, may have to teach Jeremiah Brown some tips on uh, swinging the golf club. I don't know if you've seen it, but you should check it out on Instagram. There's a video of him kind of uh, putting some people in harm's way with his swinging skills. I don't, <laughs> um,
0: I don't know if I'm
2: better. <laughs> um, any plans to come back to Boulder uh, this summer or even in the fall for a game?
0: Yeah, so um right now I've got my official visit set up for the second week of June and then we're going to come back for as many games as we can. It just depends on my how my season's going and stuff because it's a little bit of a drive and stuff, so. Right. We're definitely we're going to be out there for the Nebraska game. I know that.
2: That's that was going to be my next question, man. You got to make it out for that. It's going to be special. Um you've been out recruiting on Twitter. I mean, you've been very active trying to get a lot of these guys to Boulder. Why is that important to you? Uh, to also try and recruit other players, not only in this class, but in, you know, later classes.
0: Well, you know that those are the guys that are going to be your brothers and your teammates, you know, and so you want to have a good foundation set for for your class, especially. And that's something that we've talked with with the coaches and me and Danny have talked with, about is we want to we want to build this class into one of the best recruiting classes of all time. And we want to be the foundation for what's coming up with the Colorado Buffaloes. And so, you know, I'm trying to get the top players. I'm I'm friends with like, like you said, mentioned Wingo and Williams, Noir and guys like that. I I've known them from football, just going to camps and stuff. And so I know what kind of players they are. And I want to have them surrounding me guys that have the same winners mentality, you know, it's cause it's changing, you know, the people that prime's bringing in the room, he wants them with a certain mentality. And so those are the guys we're trying to get,
2: Have you ever had the opportunity
0: to line up against
2: uh, Williams Nanieri one on one, and what was that matchup like?
0: No, I haven't ever got to go against him yet. You know, he's always every time I go to camps, I've always done interior, and so he's always a DN. So we've never got to go against each other. But
2: what makes him a great player, though? Why is he one of the top recruits in the
0: nation? He's really long, and so he's really good at using that to his advantage. You know, getting the long arm in there and being able to get separation and stuff. And he's he's got a pretty good first step, and so that's allowing him to. You know, most most kids in high school can't can't keep up with a first step like that. So that allows them to get an edge, and it's something that's going to help them, especially when he gets into college and gets in the weight room in college. He'll be a monster.
2: After the spring game, we saw a lot of players enter the portal from last year's team. What was kind of your reaction once you saw that whole process unfold?
0: Uh, so we'd actually had a conversation with the coaches about that beforehand because I, I was in the team meeting before the spring game because I was there um and coach prime had told him like hey guys you know we appreciate you guys sticking around sticking out and everything but you know he he said some of you guys we know you guys are going to leave and go other places and you know that's up to you you know we're not going to tell you to leave or not but you know we're bringing in our guys so just be prepared and so it was kind of like okay we knew it was going to happen they're bringing in their guys you know like the guys they've been getting in from the transfers you know they're getting a bunch of studs from other schools so kind of just have to wait it out and see how things go.
2: Right. Well, Talon, before I let you go, man, I got to ask you, because you've been out there recruiting so hard, who is going to be the next guy to come to Boulder, and how many of these dogs are going to be coming?
0: A.B. is who I want next, and I think we've got him. So
2: Let's hope so, man. Well, thank you so much for hopping on, Talon. Um, We really appreciate you, and congratulations on becoming a buff. We hope to see you in Boulder very soon, man. Thank you. There he is, Talon Chandler. What an interview, man. It was awesome, man. Just
1: makes you think uh, <clears throat> there's so many different things. My first takeaway is, like, this coaching staff plus Boulder and the Buffs tradition and all there, there is to sell is uh, quite an enviable package. And then you add this layer of players like that mm-hmm. wanting to recruit, wanting to make this one of the best recruiting classes, college football history, you know, and yep. – uh,
2: Boy, just kind of gives me chills. Something special brewing here. For sure. Uh, I love what he said when I asked him about like what players like the perception of Colorado and what keeps coming up is the coaching staff. Yep. And it's what we keep coming to here. And it's a huge reason why we're in the conversation for a lot of these portal recruits and just regular recruits because this coaching staff is pretty insane. Yeah. Yeah. How about that final prediction that's got the chat uh, <laughs> hype? Huh? A.B. is Mr. Aaron Butler, yep. 2024 four-star athlete, who we will talk about very, very shortly. <laughs> we got to show the Jeremiah Brown video, too. But first, <laughs> a word yeah, I gotta see this. from our friends at Shador's number two barbecue Woo. sauce right here. Look at that. Do you want to be my model again, bro? Always, always, yes. Shador's number two is a tomato-based, rich, thick, sweet, molasses-style barbecue sauce with tangy vinegar and fiery heat that finishes with subtle smoky notes. This unique barbecue sauce is available on plbsc.com for a limited time. Use code ALLCITY, A-L-L-C-I-T-Y, all one word, at checkout for 10% off your order of number two barbecue. You did an amazing job Thanks, buddy. I appreciate (laughs) it. (laughs) And then also shout out to Foco. Foco is the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise with a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, uh, collectibles, novelty items. Probably one of the best places to go to if you are looking for a gift for a sports fan. Yeah, They've got pretty much everything under the sun. We have some amazing
1: Foco stuff behind us. I know we've got some upstairs that we'll be unleashing on the studio soon. Yeah, Foco, they uh they bring it, man, and their buff stuff is pretty cool for
2: sure. Yep. very Island-themed stuff, too. We got mm. some hats over there. If you want to? Br- I mean, it's maybe a little cloudy and potentially a little rainy today for that. But right, right. We've got That's it on standby. We can still make <laughs> it happen, yes. Foco always has our back for Colorado sports, and they have yours, too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description. For all non-presale items, use the promo code DMVR for 10% off. Shout out to Foco. All right. um, Let's talk about Aaron Butler. But first, we got to show this Jeremiah Brown video (laughs) (laughs) because um, it is, uh, I've seen a lot of like disastrous situations happen at driving ranges and Top Golf with people. This one was, uh, it's (laughs) up there.
0: What's going through your head, bro? <laughs> <laughs> when you
2: when you decided to just do a back swing, back swing like reenacting right now. First of all, my homeboy went to the mic. He smacked. So I'm like, okay. And It looked like he
0: hit it like a baseball. So. That's where I you went wrong. <laughs> so, you got in your stance. Yeah. They said keep you on the ball. If you look at the video, my eyes on the ball. I still missed the ball. <laughs> <laughs> this hey. hey, what
2: happened? Oh. <laughs> so why did you run away, bro? Look, if I was you, I'd go check the little girl that's You was worried about yourself. You You're selfish. Away.
0: When you hear something loud, oh <laughs> you didn't, So you
2: didn't know what happened. Run
0: now, find out later. <laughs> okay. Baby, what was going through your head, bro? Oh man. <laughs> <Just> fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> <Radical>. <laughs> the breakdown's
1: <laughs> even well, better.
2: Uh, we need uh we need a uh, talent or RK or someone to help our guy JB out. <laughs> I know. Even uh even Hank. Tomorrow, big, <laughs> yeah, big sure.
1: golf <laughs> tournament here at D M V R it'd be uh be amazing to have jb
2: learning some learning some things out
1: there yep
0: He's you got, a big golfer uh
2: more or less so I've yeah. been, i was more of a golfer before i moved to colorado huh. i mean buffs you know we keep you busy uh, yeah uh, <laughs> that's very uh. true <laughs> okay all right um let's cover some of the news from today uh we've kind of teased this long enough but 2024 four star athlete Aaron Butler out of Calabasas High School, Calabasas, California, yep. has earned a crystal ball to Colorado from Steve Wiltfong, the National Scouting Director of 247 Sports. Aaron Butler is a dynamic two way athlete, top 100 player in this class, 95th overall, seventh overall athlete. One um, well, of the top guys out of
1: California. Yep. Which kind of feels. Huge as long as you're still in the Pac 12. Um, I mean, we've seen it in these Oregon classes the last few years when Cristobal was there. You've kind of seen it uh, when Peterson was at Washington. You start, and Lincoln Riley is now doing it back at USC. You start to get some of those top guys in California. It kind of spreads like wildfire, and then you start to get more of those guys, you know. And um, so, Adding AB would be huge to this class.
2: It would be huge. His father, Rob Devon Butler, played college football at Pitt and Robert Morris, uh, signed with the San Diego Chargers in 2004 as an undrafted free agent, and has a relationship with Coach Prime. He's very on board with Aaron going to mm-hmm. Colorado. He's been very vocal on Twitter about that. And even Aaron himself, I don't know if you've seen, but on like any piece of Buff News that happens, you'll uh-huh. find Aaron Butler in the replies, just put in Buff emojis. Um of I mean, things to come—that'd
1: be huge. It's Oregon, Bama, Miami, and Georgia. Yeah, like the big, big, big
2: dogs are going after them. This would be a massive recruiting win, mm-hmm. probably the biggest in the Coach Prime era at Colorado so far. Maybe Cormani McLean with Miami's up there too, but this is. Yeah, I'd say Cormani probably. Yeah,
1: they're they're not right? too far apart though. No, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. It's, uh, I mean, this is one of those elite guys that you could really build your class out with. What do you think? Wide receiver, or corner?
2: I've heard he wants to play wide receiver.
1: So. <laughs> so many guys, six I foot, know.
2: 165, who with blazing speed, like, uh, how are we going to make this happen? So I don't really know indoor track, but uh, he's got a 200 meter time, 2193 which is pretty damn good in the 200. It's quite fast. And he's got a 60-meter time of 7.07, which sounds pretty damn good. Yep, absolutely. Um, He still does have visits to Alabama and Washington that he's going to go on, official visits in June. Um, But things are trending up, and we're looking good here. It's huge. And I mean, crystal ball means
1: somewhat, but then Talon came in with with the prediction as well. Right. So it's uh that's the vibe, you know. That's the vibe. That is the vibe.
2: Um next guy, a What's guy, the vibe from Boulder on AB? Oh, very positive. Yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah they're yeah. feeling good over there. I I mean, he's kind of been building up momentum wise since the spring game and uh-huh. even before the spring game it was kind of like eh, right. this guy's kind of leaning Colorado it seems. Uh-huh. So, um Love love the trend in that direction. Exactly. Things are only trending stronger for him yep. to Colorado. Yeah. A guy we've talked about on this show previously. Um, it's been kind of a while, but Miles Rouser. Do you remember Miles Rouser, a guy from Campbell? Yeah, so his story was he's a top
1: recruit and he'd signed with Arkansas. He was going to be a Razorback. I believe so. And, and then, then flipped a bit last second. Yeah. So he's... In some ways, sounds not dissimilar to like the Travis Hunter saga with FSU right. or
2: to a lesser extent, Cormani with Miami. Yes. Um, so that was February 2nd, 2022. I'm assuming that was signing day. Mm-hmm. Um, was committed to Arkansas, I think, for quite a while. Yeah. March 28th, 2021. Uh, went on an official visit that June and then went the whole rest of the 21 season into signing day for 2022. Committed to the Razorbacks before flipping to Campbell, but he entered the portal. Campbell, the Campbell Camels, the Fighting Camels, Dre. Fighting Camels. You don't hear that every day.
1: Would you know off the top what their what conference they're in?
2: Um, or even like, is it CS? I could well, they FCS, played they played right? Jackson State last year. So and I know they're not. I don't think they're swack.
1: No, they're not, and I don't think they're D two. I I there's okay. We're gonna say they're FCS. We're doing it, guys. Do you want to
2: look up what conference they're in for me? Yeah, I will. Um, okay, but Miles Rouser in 2022 was a top 300 player, 232nd overall recruit, 19th overall safety, out of Detroit, Michigan, six foot one, eighty five. Um, he included CU in a top six: Colorado, Oregon, LSU. Penn State, Tennessee, and then New Mexico State. One of those is not like the others. This guy, <laughs>
1: such an interesting cat, man. Yeah. You just... Um, I, I saw some some clips of him before coming on the show. It's intriguing, man. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's got the size. He comes downhill you can play him closer to the line of scrimmage. At Campbell he was able to do some single high stuff and get you know get his hands on the ball and what have you. He would be a huge get. The fact that he'd have 3 years left of eligibility, mm-hmm. the fact that he already has college experience, that he has this kind of pedigree, size, physicality, you know, some ball skills, speed definitely. Um, this is an immediate contributor in the secondary. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, look, with the options you're going to have outside. Just just need a couple playmakers and the ball's going to find them real quick in the middle of yep. that deep in the middle of that secondary. So that's why I think he would be an absolutely massive get.
2: What are the vibes you get on him, though? I truly don't know. This is yeah. the first time we've talked about him in a few weeks. so
1: Right. He, he feels like, of all the guys we talk about,
2: one of the hardest to get a true read on. I mean, he put New Mexico State in a top six with a bunch of, I mean, Style. Oregon, Penn State, LSU, and then New Mexico State. It's because he's amazing. <laughs> you can go wherever he wants, I guess.
1: Yeah, not a front runner. But that makes me think, come to Colorado. Coach Prime's boss exactly, exactly the kind of team that he wants to be at.
2: Um, I think this is just a very, very confident player. Yeah. Because he's been playing varsity football or in high school, played varsity football as a freshman, um, played two-way player, played running back multiple spots on defense, mm-hmm. was an immediate contributor for Campbell last year, played in nine games, had one interception, 37 total tackles, one tackle for a loss, and three passes defensed. I mean, for a true freshman, I don't care what level that is to yeah. come in and just kind of fit in on the field immediately. That's pretty rare. Yep. Um, and you kind of mentioned his ability as, you know, single high safety and how he can be rangy in the back end. I think that adding that would really complete this secondary. You got two guys at safety and Cameron sillman Craig, and Trevor Woods who really just bring the wood, man. Mm-hmm. They're going to knock the hell out of you. They can play deep safety, but having a true deep safety w- alongside them really rounds it out. Well,
1: and just with this kind of length, this kind of athleticism, this kind of confidence just playing on the ball, oh, man, that'd be a huge get. Yep. That would be a huge Twitter handle, ghost. Yes. <laughs> Which, for a safety, kind of says everything. I love like, that. Like, just... Watch your back. Yeah, better watch out. Hear him creeping because he's coming, baby.
2: Um, mm. can't wait. Yeah, let's see. All in on Miles Rouser. Um, another player who was visiting last weekend, actually. Yes. EJ Horton, a former Marshall wide receiver, uh, another speed guy, six foot one eighty. Claims he runs a 4'3", in his Twitter bio. I know. Uh, Only had, I believe, like 180 yards last year. Was a redshirt sophomore. But he posted on Instagram that he's made a decision. And we are anxiously waiting to find
1: out. Waiting with bated breath? Is this a have you subscribed to Travis Hunter type deal (laughs) for you? (laughs) I don't know Like what's What's the stipulation (laughs) with this young man to tell us where he's going? You have to ask EJ. I don't know. (laughs) Can at least, like, the third string wide receivers run track as well <laughs> can we just like bring some silverware to the program in other sports with all this speed they might or just be don't want to go to Western than
2: the actual relay team they are gonna be you'd think blazing
1: yeah you'd think yeah especially ab's you know <laughs> i know gonna get stupid yeah <laughs> it's gonna get crazy yeah 100 percent.
2: all right so some other offers uh to catch up on there's only one portal offer for today that is former Jackson State offensive lineman Amari Ward uh, Mm. was a freshman last year. Love that. I don't think he saw the field, but 6'1", 3'10", and another Ah. Florida boy out of Gainesville.
1: I know a center when I see one. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah, he's going to be an interior-only guy. Feels like a bit of a developmental project. Mm -hmm.
2: Interesting. Still has four years of eligibility.
1: As much as they go after the big names and the high end traits, I I've said this before on this pod. They they leave no stones unturned. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna you know lift their nose to recruits who might have less hype or less perceived pedigree or what have you. If they feel like they're a fit on and off the field, they will pursue a guy. If yep. they think he's gonna get them better, they will pursue him. Love that about this coaching staff too, you man. You have to, man. You have to. If you don't have real convictions, then your evaluations mean nothing. Absolutely. And this to me is like a, this is a, a, a recruiters, recruiting staff, mm-hmm. a scouts, yes. scouting staff. Yes, like these. <laughs> these guys, they know it. They love it. I love it too. Um, uh, it's um, our kind of people, man. <laughs> our kind of people for sure.
2: Twenty twenty four three star defensive lineman. Isaiah Molofaga Faga uh, is a current Utah commit, but he's been offered by Colorado. Um, Do it. I don't want to say high three-star, but a decent three-star. 716th overall player, 71st overall defensive lineman, 6'2", 275 out of Phoenix City, Alabama. Mm. Someone is out there doing work in Alabama I don't know who it is But we've seen a lot of offers come out of Phoenix City, Alabama The last 24 hours Fennec <laughs> City, you my know? goodness I think Sean Lewis is up in Chicago We saw a bevy of offers come out of there yesterday Could it be Kelly out there? Could be Kelly I think Brew was out in Atlanta a few days ago <sighs> So I wouldn't put it past him To be out there recruiting too But Love that Maybe um, it could be Sal, Coach Sincere too There you go
1: I mean, just in general, as a recruiting strategy, going after all the offensive and defensive linemen that Utah is pursuing
2: <laughs> yes. feels like a very sound strategy to me. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and you kind of, uh, it's a double-edged sword. You hurt them and you help yourself at the same time, potentially. Absolutely, Big time, man. Next guy is Ryderius Morgan. Colorado offers him. He's a 2024 safety, again, out of Fennec City, Alabama. No rankings, no stars yet, but this guy has earned tw- at least 20 offers. Colorado, of course, in there. Huh. Alabama is in there. Auburn is in there. Florida, Florida State, Miami, Michigan State, Texas A&M. So this guy has all the shapings of becoming a potential four-star recruit, maybe a top 300 player. What's your read on a guy like that not having a star ranking yet but
1: that many schools being in on him heavy?
2: This is why the offer list is so important. Even when guys that have stars, yeah, you can really find out kind of what the nation truly thinks about them if you look at the offer list. Um, and when you have a guy out of Alabama that's already six foot 175 I don't have his high school stats but um, he's already got those type of offers. I know he's from that area of the country, but he's catching the right eyes early on. So,
1: Would it be fair to say that the recruiting profiles they've gone after the most since Coach Prime's been there is A, obviously speed wide receiver. Yep.
2: B, would it be above six foot safeties? Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. There's a few trends. I actually wrote an article on this last night that I'm about to publish today. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What? Yep. I love this. This sounds like a must read. Yeah. Okay. Great. I went uh yeah. I had a lot of fun writing it. Fantastic. Can't wait. We'll talk about it on tomorrow's show, but um, Ooh, fun. Yeah, stay tuned to the dmbr.com. I might be on that one. Let's go. Oh my gosh. There you go. <laughs> exciting. We'll talk about it after this. Awesome. Uh one more guy. Keep Another. the thumbs up
1: going people. Yes. Come on. We can get to 200. 200s getting me to 200 is key so I don't feel like, you know, I'm t- I'm bringing the show down. Again, once we hit 200, let's get to 250, and that 250s for Rhino. It's not feeling good, you know. Maybe getting checked out by the doctor right now. Let's let's get us to 250 for Rhino right now. Come on, come on, baby, we can do it.
2: Love you, chat. Yes. Um. Last guy though, Mal Waldrip. What a name. Uh. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That's like uh a...
2: What position do you think
1: Mal Waldrip plays? I think he runs like a presidential library. I don't think <laughs> yeah. I don't think he plays football. So then if you were you were really pressing me on football, I'd start to go special teams, you know. I think <laughs> We're talking about a punter. Maybe we're, we're set at kicker now. We're looking at punters. Is that
2: what Mal Waldrip? No, uh, put does? Some, restri- some respect <laughs> on my guy, Mal Waldrip, who is a 6'5, 290 pound offensive tackle at of Fennec go. City, Let's Alabama. Let's go, Fennec
1: <laughs> City. Come on, baby. Uh,
2: 2025 tackle. Um, again, huh? no stars, no rankings, but has earned at least 11 offers. Of course, Colorado's in there. Auburn's in there, Kentucky's in there, Penn State's in there. Come um, on. So yeah. Oh, like
1: Rivals, we gotta get you out to Phoenix City. Come <laughs> on. Let's let's get working. Two four seven. What, what's what's going on? It's crazy. No one no one up there in Tuscaloosa thought of driving down or up to Phoenix City. <laughs> Come on, you get get out there.
2: The buffs are out there. <sighs> they sure are. They sure are, yes. All right. Dre, you sent me an interesting article. Let's talk about this real quick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, From Tom Van Herren from ESPN. I'm pretty sure this guy used to write about Michigan for a while. Dang. Um, You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) But this is College Football Spring Portal. Best team fits for top transfers. Yeah. And I already saw the comment, so we'll talk about the buffs and these Houston kids right away. They are included, uh, Alton McCaskill, and then our guy Cameron Johnson, I believe, is also on this. Yes, sir. Um, best yep. fit for Cameron Johnson, says Colorado, USC and Missouri in the mix as well. Um, but Colorado needs as much help as it can get up front. He would be a good fit for either of these three programs, blah, 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 blah. Then going to Alton McCaskill... And basically just says CU
1: has more of a need, more open spots, and that's where they kind of are above USC and Missouri as Mm -hmm. the immediate place for them.
2: Uh, Best fit, Colorado for Alton McCaskill. Colorado has been linked to McCaskill, and it would make sense for Sanders to add talent at the position. The Buffaloes have a new quarterback in Shador, new receivers, and they could use a balanced back such as McCaskill. At
1: the top of the priority lists. Where do these two guys fall?
2: Uh, probably one and two, honestly. Uh-huh. They're right yeah, up mean, there. Yes, absolutely. Um, another guy I'd throw up there is actually Isaac Uku. Also in this article, yep, yep. The James Madison Edge, who was visiting Auburn this weekend with Montana Limonius Craig. We have yet to see either of those guys commit, but that is who ESPN has as Uku's best fit. Mm-hmm. Also saying that he holds offers from Colorado, Missouri, Cal, among others. I believe... Okay, so he's supposed to visit Ole Miss. I don't know if I'm thinking of someone else. I thought he had a Cal visit coming up. Um, but obviously... He does Uku. mention that Cal and
1: Mizzou are some of the other schools in the mix who've offered him
2: but he's not it doesn't seem like he's rushing to commit. He's trying right. to you know really flesh out his options and yep. see where's best for him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um I mean a, a senior edge, so a guy who could be an immediate contributor. He's going to also have to evaluate, you know, what are the immediate opportunities for him? Mm-hmm. How much competition is there going to be? Am I better off going to a CU or Cal and maybe potentially beaten up on some Pac 12 competition. Am I better off going to the SEC trying to show out there? Um the Auburn likes you prominently featured in a lot yes. of these best fits just because Hugh Freeze over there, right? Yep. Yeah. No. Great, great job. Yeah. Go tigers. <laughs> um <laughs> God. <laughs> top uh, top ethics. Um but yeah, so Hugh Freeze, you know, he's he's a dog in that recruiting that's and one the portal and uh <laughs> in his own private life so he's he's not leaving any stones unturned that's
2: for sure so he's in on a lot of these guys people are saying it's pronounced phoenix all right sorry it's spelt phoenix though it's p-h-e-n-i-x so win some I mean, lose some <laughs> I, I try my best guys i'm sorry <laughs> <He> <laughs> did better than i would have yes um other guys also mentioned here uh jordan hudson the former four-star wide receiver who was at committed to TCU last year, entered the portal. Um, We've already talked about this, but it still looks like SMU is going to be his best fit. Casey Thompson, the quarterback out of Nebraska. (laughs) Auburn also mentioned here. And then Peyton Thorne, the quarterback from Michigan State, also (laughs) says Auburn.
1: Auburn. (laughs) They got to sort that one out. (laughs) They do. That's for sure. Um, Um, Yeah, dude. How... Have you guys talked much about Casey Thompson leaving Nebraska? Uh,
2: we've mentioned it. Yeah. Kind of great for that it's early matchup. Yeah. It's, it's really fantastic. Yes. Uh, we'll take the Huskers downgrading at quarterback in April or whatever it was. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll take that every yep. year. Every year. Um, Kayon Coleman, the wide receiver out of Michigan State. Pig. Big. Big guy. four, 215. Yes. My goodness. And put up 798 yards and seven touchdowns last year. Right. I think he absolutely outproduced Jaden Reed, who was the
1: second-round mm-hmm.
2: pick by the Packers Yep, in the draft last week. Um, they've got his best fit at Clemson or LSU. I do not know if Colorado... I think Colorado's offered. I think. I can't remember, though, off the top of my head. Uh, Zachary Franklin, the big wide receiver or the... I mean, not big, 6'1", but the very productive receiver out of UTSA. It says Oregon. That one kind of stings. Mm, you have enough wide receivers. That's going to be okay. Yeah, that's true. We could always <laughs> use more, though. Um, Jordan Tyson. I've heard of that guy before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm familiar. Uh, we've talked about this guy maybe once or twice on this show. But yep. the former Colo- Colorado wide receiver was visiting Oklahoma... I believe two days ago. And it says in this article, his best fits is the Oklahoma Sooners. Um, obviously sort of transferring up. Mm-hmm. Great for him. We're rooting for him. We'll see if we can see him on the field this year. Don't yeah. know if that happens. Yep. Um, but a name to watch out for. I see you, Tyler Brown. Oklahoma could use it. Uh, Final guy, Gary Bryant Jr., the former USC wide receiver, entered the portal and it looks like Oregon is going to be the best fit for him. How do you feel about this stuff, this transferring and conference garbage? Because the SEC <laughs> has this rule where you can't transfer within the SEC if you enter the portal. Do we need to adopt that in every conference? Um, mm,
1: no, because it's kind of against what the transfer portal is all about which but, is allowing these kids who to not be tied to this decision they made at 18 basically, have a little freedom of movement just like these coaches, it's a little messy who are paid so much are allowed to do. It's, a it's a little messy, messy, it's messy for sure. Um, look, what, my main feeling is I, I feel real sorrow and sadness for these Oregon, these kids at wide receiver who are thinking of going to Oregon. And you know, are gonna try and catch behind the back passes from Bo Nicks, <laughs> the absolute savage. He so, a quote today, um, that's my main concern. It's not so much transfers within the conferences. Have these kids ever seen Bo Nicks play football, <laughs> and why are they endangering their careers the way oh, no. they are?
2: Um, speaking, speaking of our guy, he had a quote today, Dre. Let's go. I was kind of eager to go to the NFL, and then I figured out, you know, college football is fun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that's good. Good stuff. Yeah, he's our favorite, man.
1: (laughs) He is our favorite. Jake was at that game where he did a behind the insanity. Probably the most
2: miraculous football play I've ever seen in my entire life. It was insane. I stood up in the press box when that play happened. (laughs) How could you not? Amazing.
1: How could you not? (laughs) Someone to be that reckless and crazy on a football field. It's, uh, um, someone says it's not
2: true. Eli Ricks transferred from LSU to Alabama. Um, I think this is a somewhat recent thing. I know it's active right now where these SEC guys, I don't think they can transfer within the conference. Sad.
1: More for us, though. More for us. We'll take all those
2: SEC transfers that can't <laughs> go back
1: in the SEC. Absolutely. Sounds great. Yep. Florida boys, come on down. Yeah, we got you. Yep.
2: Yeah, All less right. for Hugh Freeze, more for us. Mm-hmm. All in. Shout out to Shady Rays, the independent sunglasses company Ooh. who offers a world-class product. Damn straight. Best part about Shady Rays is that every pair is covered. Oh, there you go, Dre. Throw them on. Woo! You could look, look at that fresh beautiful. Like, like my guy Andre here. Oh, yeah, get the close-up. Look at those lenses. It's pretty good, man. Pretty <laughs> Shady good. Rays They're backs nice all their pairs lights. of sun- sunglasses mm. with a uh, lost and broken replacement program. And exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to shadyrays.com and use code DMVR for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses you can try for yourself. I love them. The shades like- rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Go ahead. Coach Prime and his staff, like for some recruiting visit. Photo ops could really use some shady rays. Absolutely. Such great styles, man. Shady rays. We need to get on the coach prime shaped with the let's connect you, yes. Like mirror lenses. Yes. That's yes. what we need.
1: There we go. Like like what Tyree Wilson was wearing yes. in the draft green room. Okay. Exactly. I got you. I got you. Uh
2: Rob Demand says only during the spring period SEC rule that SEC rule applies. Boom. So there you go um bear with me because this transfer portal stuff is a lot and they change all these rules all the time i'm yes, trying to stay on top of constantly it. it's why we tune in man uh shout out to bacchus and shanker let's go <laughs> bacchus and shanker have been helping colorado families win for more than 25 years oh, no yeah. fees to speak with them about your case no fees while they work on your case okay. and no fees unless they win your case and win money for you do you know how much money Bax and Shanker have won for their clients, Andre? A lot. Over $1 billion. That's insane. It's a man. lot of money. That's nutty. Um, they have neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. They've got more than 30 lawyers and 100 staff. Uh, sorry, I just got a message that I thought was going to be important. Oh, my Bax gosh. and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks... Clear they can up. even help if you're injured at two. Air Teeth is on it. Let's go. Well done, Air Teeth. Yep. Two, two, two. Two, 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 two. Shador line. The Shador line. If you need the Sue, hit the two. <laughs> Smash that two, baby. I That's, mean, all of them.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Yep. True homies. Backus Shout out to Backers and Shanker. Yep. All right. All right. Um, Want to talk to the people? Let's, Let's talk to the people
1: buff nation itself that's fun it's great um remember we're getting to 250 for rk i appreciate you guys getting me over 200 this one's for rk come
2: on baby for rk uh guys get some questions in now we only have a handful right now matt jackson i need that sco buff shirt do you all have a 2x i'm gonna
1: check what we've got in stock right now matt you're very lucky i'm on this show when you ask this question
2: (laughs) No, because no. no one else could go to dmbrlocker.com well
1: yeah sure but i could go to the back end i could go
2: to the ah, back end yes, he got yes. all the secrets that's right exactly um we've got tons of great shirts though eric's been absolutely killing it recently the nuggets shirts have just been
1: 14 available
2: man there you get go. on it baby get there you on go it. matt dmbrlocker.com brother yep Great deals, um, and you, if you're a DMVR
1: diehard, exactly, get a free shirt every year when you renew and when you first sign up. So great deal. Plus, discounts on all merch all the time. Yep,
2: banger of a deal. It's true. How does class balance look? Wow, in terms of, I think through senior um, yeah, like our for the twenty-four class. 24 class is really light right now. Um, this would probably be, absolutely be the best commitment of the 2024 class so far. A.B. would. A.B. would. Yeah. Um, they're in the mix with a lot of five stars, a lot of other top 100 guys. Oh. But this would be, guys. yeah, this would be the first domino to fall. And obviously it just kind of builds on top of each other. If you get one of these guys, maybe two of them. And... Who was the athlete, Johnson, that decommitted? Juwan Johnson decommitted. Right.
1: So this would kind of be, now we're back in, and we've got one of those top 24 guys to kind of be like,
2: you know, kind of the anchor of your class. Exactly. Yeah. But this would just be massive because at the spring game, do you know our guy Winston Watkins Jr., 2025 five-star wide receiver? Mm,
1: Yes, I remember that. So
2: he posted a picture with Aaron Butler and Boo Carter. Boo Carter's another 2024 Kind of just like insane two-way athletes out of Tennessee. Uh, Teasing trio. Um, Aaron Butler, if he commits, Mm. I think we're looking pretty good to maybe get the actual trio in Boulder. That'd be huge. That would be absolutely massive. That'd be amazing. Uh, David says, shoot, I got to get my shirt for this year then. I think I'm going to stop by a DMVR bar tomorrow. Come through, my man. Yep. yep, cinco my party tomorrow. Ooh. That'll
1: Let's be awesome, go. David.
2: Love all the fire emojis every time we went mention Winston Watkins Jr. because <laughs> he is out of control. <laughs> he is something else. Yeah, I mean, he's like the top dude. Yeah, he. I don't know if he's the top wide receiver yet, but my god, I watch him and it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could play now. And he's a 2025 kid.
1: That's how I feel when I watch like new and year. You know? Yes, it's just exactly. Like,
2: Whoa.
1: Yeah. Just different. Level. Oh, like I might
2: spend a third round pick on him if I was <laughs> right. an NFL GM
1: like <laughs> yesterday.
2: Uh, Big TZ. Whatever happened with Coach Zimmer coming? That's a great question. We haven't talked about this for a while.
1: I know. I um, was joking with Ryan about it on one of the Buffs live streams. Yeah. What happened to Coach Zimmer?
2: Where's he at? Where, in the, world is Where in the world is Coach Zimmer? Where in the world is Coach Zimmer? Cuz
1: I imagine he's in a like dark office in Boulder <laughs> just with a hood up working away. <laughs> I don't care what you guys say.
2: He's got to be grinding film somewhere, you know he is. Um
1: For a sec he was in the mix for some like NFL DC job. Exactly, again, right?
2: So I think that's But none of that came to fruition. None of that came to fruition, but I think that's what a lot of the I guess confusion was a few months ago. Um, but now I don't know Chilling, huh? Um, I think coach does I don't want to speculate too much on this, but I think Good. Coach Prime was trying to put the put Zimmer and Taggart coming into existence with his words. I think that's what he was trying to do. Darn. yep. darn. almost had him. We'll see. yeah. but still available. Right? But uh still available. Yep. So, okay. Yep. NFL potentially in play. We'll see.
1: Lots of May the Fourth be with you. So
2: Yes, May the Fourth be with you all. Yeah, absolutely. Just Star Wars guy? Uh
1: nah. Nah. Alyssa, Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh right. really? Aly-
2: Alyssa's holding holding water for the rest of us. Good for you. Alyssa. I mean, I was a bit of a, like an original trilogy kid growing up, you know? uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, yeah, I had a phase, yeah. you know, late, late elementary, early middle. Yeah. Oh. Played a lot of Star Wars Battlefront back in the day. Great. Fun stuff. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the question. How accurate are the crystal ball predictions? Uh, so you can actually go to 247 Sports and check on, like, the actual accuracy of every analyst who files a crystal ball. Wow. Um, that's so, amazing. Yeah, they kind of grade themselves and put we it out We need this in you. the draft. We, absolutely. I'm going to stop
1: calling my mock drafts mock drafts and just call them my crystal NFL ball. draft crystal ball <laughs>
2: predictions. <laughs> just go around pick by pick like that. Uh, so Steve Wiltfong, the guy who gave Aaron Butler the crystal ball today to Colorado... Let's see, batting. Come on. He is an all time picks percentage of 91.42. Let's go. Wow. It's pretty oh good. Oh, my gosh. I'm blown away. That's outstanding. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, I'm literally good. on a page about the crystal ball predictions for Steve Wiltfong. It's got them all listed, every single one he's put. He even got on the side team predictions his best teams. Georgia, he's got a 94.35% rate. Wow. Ohio State 92.35, Penn State 91, Notre Dame 90, Michigan 88. Incredible. He's got over 4,000 predictions, too. That's insane.
1: At 90%? Yeah, I mean, so it's showing you that these guys they're making these predictions when they feel fairly good about exactly where this prospect's going. Yep. Give me a Ma- rouser crystal ball. It'd be amazing. Uh, by the way, the self-control that I have I have yet to make the, you know, some sort of aroused by rouser uh, <laughs> joke, like, well I done. think the Nobel, the Nobel uh, committees. Yeah. Coming coming with an award soon for you that. You might kind be of the first person
2: to ever nominate yourself for a Nobel. No, Prize. What? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm sure terrible people before That's me have true. done it. Yeah. You're probably right. Yep. Uh Sloan, when can Shiloh officially state he's a CU baller? Anytime now. <laughs> Anytime now. He's graduated. He's uh relinquished from the chains of the transfer portal. He is now free to commit whenever he so pleases. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. I mean he's he's coming. I mean, it's the worst kept secret probably in college football.
1: Him and Coach Prime—they're just such jokesters with each other. Just—you think he might be a walk? Like, would they save a scholarship and have him walk on no. or something?
2: I think Coach would get into trouble if he tried to pull that with uh, his sons. Uh, uh, no. uh, 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 uh,
1: uh, smart. I mean, smart, imagine smart, like Shador—like,
2: this is a walk-on starting quarterback no, who no, no, also no. makes sure, over sure, a sure. million dollars in NIL. Blah, right, blah, blah. right,
1: right, right. I mean, Uh, sounds like a phenomenal way to game the system. But you're right. We don't wanna we don't wanna
2: yeah. Sloan with another question. Remind the people when this podcast comes on. I've missed the starting time all week. So for the summer, we are going to be going live at eleven thirty AM on the YouTube machine. Um, but if you do not catch us on YouTube live, of course the replay will be there. But subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. There you go. Um, set up those noties for YouTube. Exactly. Set up the noties for the podcast. and uh, We ain't hard to find. We aren't hard to find, but we'd mm-hmm. appreciate your five-star review if you ever felt so kind to do so. Go a long way. Uh, we are a five-star podcast, according to Spotify. 4.6 on Apple Podcasts. Let's That's get that, amazing. Let's you want to alert up.
1: Buff Nation about this? Let's alert them, you know, and we, we like five stars. We do. Big star Quite rating kind of podcast. As far <laughs> yes. as star rating podcasts go, this is the one that's
2: most uh, heavy on that. So it means a lot. Please. Say the time zone. Colorado. Mountain time zone. 1130. Mountain time. Yep. yep. Um, so that is 130 East Coast, 1030 Pacific. Wow. Look My at guy. me. My guy I knows his time, time zones. Yeah, Yep. <laughs> yep. Jay McNeil did have some news about the Pac-12 deal with ESPN dropped today. Oh, man. The Pac-12 media deal. Good old Pac-12. Oh, I just looked up Pac-12 media deal. I've got an article from CBS that says Pac-12's murky future finds shred of clarity with ESPN appearing out as option for primary media rights. Oh,
1: ESPN.
2: Look at that. Finally. Good for you,
1: ESPN. Saving us with a low ball offer, no doubt.
2: Uh, This is from Dennis Dodd. Uh Um, What's his crystal ball batting? On media deals? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) We're getting into sketchy territory there. Uh, Oh, with ESPN appearing out as option for primary. Just kidding. ESPN's out. Hashtag yikes. Oh, we're we're even even more trouble then. Ouchie, ouchie. We ouchie. had a glimmer of hope right there for a minute.
1: That's tough. That's tough. Uh, um boy, we got set up real good there. Yeah, man. I don't know.
2: This uh this whole media deal thing is it just keeps getting worse.
1: The second like what they were talking about and having a deal in place a month after all that. Play. We were supposed to have a media deal in, like, October, bro. No, the last three to four. You know, in negotiations, deadlines are key. Mm-hmm. Just feels like there's no key deadline for the Pac-12 to kind of force the issue. And they're at the whim of everyone. Like, it's just not seen as a valuable product right now. And it's yep. sad. It's really sad. They, I think to some extent you need to show the T V companies that you can still do some numbers as a conference even without the two LA teams, you're not gonna be able to prove that till twenty twenty
2: four. It's not looking good, man. Big trouble. Tone White, what do you think about Bishop Thomas from Florida State? I mean, we like him. Um we would very much like him to maybe become a Buffalo. What position? Defensive lineman was a freshman, need. 6'2", ninety. Let me pull up his need. recruiting page real quick. He was a 2022 high three star, 483rd overall player, 65th defensive lineman. Uh, of course, from Florida, Orlando, Florida. But we need it. We need Badly, it. badly, badly, badly.
1: That's the biggest area of need right
2: now, right? D-line. Defensive line? Yeah. It's gone better for sure, but I um, could always use more beef. Yeah. Always, 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 always. For sure. Anything else? Nothing. Okay. There you go. Well done, Dre. Well done my you. Called you in Come last on. minute, man, and you delivered. Yeah. We met. I mean,
1: the recruiting interview really helped that did help <laughs> uh, that went a long
2: way a i long got way you bro us. don't yep. even worry shout <laughs> yeah, out to talon chandler for uh talon chandler for coming on the show yep. that was a lot of fun yeah uh we'll get him back it was great having him on i think he killed it yeah so looking forward to your article tomorrow yes today not tomorrow, tomorrow. oh my gosh <laughs> it's coming up today check it out we're gonna
1: go look at it
2: and it's gonna be thrown up on the dmvr.com boom scope buffs
1: scope